Broadcasting live through Luda the Beacon in the basement of Stalwart Fortress, this is Wagdai Weekly, the show that covers everything about Wagdai, the interactive fantasy adventure that combines rich lore, role-playing mechanics, and a community of creators that bring the Forsaken Lands to life in an immersive game where there is only one true constant. We are all going to die. Uh, hey everybody, uh, just a bit of a word about this episode. Uh, somebody forgot to hit the record button at the start of it, so uh, I'm going to give you a quick recap um, here now uh, about all the uh, mainline adventure storyline stuff that uh, has been going down this week. Um, thankfully, there hasn't actually been a whole lot. One of the biggest developments this week is that um, the main dev account has kind of been a little bit quiet since we've come back from the void. Uh, we had all the business with uh, Hedrick and uh, and Mervin transforming last week. And then this week, we got kind of just some notices to say that um, the Pilgrim is now in a period of rest and reflection. Um, we're still waiting on the 30th token of Concord. We're still waiting on Searing. We're still waiting on a lot of different aspects of the storyline to play out. Um, we've got a lot of quests still kind of um, yet to be discovered. Um, including uh, fulfilling the, the third item in the Ludus Silver Compass, the Stone of Zoe, um, as well as delivering the Strange Mushroom uh, to the Druids of the Southern Plains. So uh, we have a couple of things that have yet to be kind of, you know, solved. Um, and, you know, it's been very clearly laid out that the next step is deciding where we're going to go. So we're going to be keeping an ear open for that. Um, but... Uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of other updates from the main account uh, other than that. Um, as for uh, so pseudo accounts, there's um, a new account that's appeared called the Arcane Council. Uh, they've kind of dropped a couple of tweets, um, including some references to uh, the fate of Zoe, you know, telling us that something about him had happened in the past. Um, we still don't know a whole lot about Zoe the World Bearer. Um, and that these, this arcane council is very concerned with a disruption in the balance affecting the heavens and the forsaken lands. Um, outside of that, uh, the Artifacts Magister uh, sort of riddle saga continues. Um, we haven't gotten any new updates apart from a couple confirmations on some solutions. Uh, but uh, the community has been hammering it all week. Uh, in the Chamber of Secrets portion of the Discord, um, trying to come to some sort of resolution or conclusion as to what this thing is. Um, the best uh, we've been able to figure out so far is that uh, the uh, solutions to the puzzle uh, give us words that are potentially part of a seed phrase to get into some sort of uh, wallet, probably the actual main account's wallet. Um, so... We will see how that develops. Anyway, um, that's about the s all that uh, was missed in the uh, in the in the pre-record. Um, we do have one event coming up uh, on November seventeenth, starting at seven p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to be gathering in the Discord, the tavern, uh, voice chat of the Discord, and working together, um, doing a wiki jam, which will be a opportunity for everybody to come together and work on bits of the wiki that kind of need updating. So. Um, look forward to that. Uh, I'm going to kick it back to the live version of the show. Apologies. It's a little chaotic as we kind of like get back into the groove, but you know, that's how these live shows work. So thank you for, for, for listening and, uh, jump right back into it. The only, I think the, yeah, we just, 
had some great talk about the language of Zoe, but I'm sure we'll have plenty more time to talk about it and speculation of what Arcane Council could be. Um, new player. Uh, I'm sure there's there's more exciting things to follow with them and Artifacts Magister. We uh, the, the puzzles and everything could possibly be a C phrase. We suspect to the wallet that's holding those three characters and a bunch of artificial uh, artificer crystals. Thank you, King, for donating three of them to the pot. Um, yeah. Wait, what do you what the fuck do you mean by that? <laughs> I mean whoever gets in there definitely is coming up on your artificer crystal. No. <laughs> the other <laughs> that's part. illegal. Listen, listen. I sent those crystals to the artifacts magister because I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was the dev wallet and it was like to get help for the for the community. You can't do me like that, bro. Tell you what, if I get in, I'll I'll give you back at least one. You are so generous, sir. You're my favorite. Um, right. So that's Artifacts Magister. We are um, uh, been violently sol- trying to solve these puzzles um, over the past. Jesus, it's already been over a month um, of puzzle solving with this 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 account. Um, it really does feel like we're close to the end of things there. And I'm curious to see what comes of it. Um, who is going to be the one to like put the final nail in the coffin uh, will be interesting. See, actually, you know, what's actually really interesting to think about is like, if, if this is all true and you guys are right, that it is a seed phrase, the way that our community has like naturally gone about trying to work together you know, sharing solutions is like actually probably a little antithetical to like what this is mechanically, right? Because I mean, theoretically, if if you have 11 of the 12 words now publicly solved by the community and there's just this one puzzle left and whoever gets in there wins the prize or whatever, then it's a race, I, you know, I, this is how I kind of understand the grand scheme of it. And it's just purely hypothetical, pure fun, right? Okay, so you access the wallet. And in in doing so, right, those who have worked together in the Chamber of Secrets have effectively created their own guild, right? They've come together to do this. They are the artificers. And so, you know, it's not just what's in the wallet. It's actually what the wallet controls, and if the this this artificers guild is actually the going to be the first group that holds a pact of land on the world of Wagdai, that they actually control and that they can burn and you know do all that fun stuff, and they've come together like very very organically, right? People saw this puzzle, they spent all their time collaborating and trying to deconstruct and figure it out, and in doing so, you've organically created a guild that now has power in the Forsaken Lands. Right. That's actually really interesting. I didn't really put that together apart from, like, uh, you know, the the characters that they were dropped into the, into the wallet, like, have lore associated with them being, you know, a guild members or a, or a group of some kind of being the... And, you know, we've all, all talked about, like, the concept of an artificer guild for a very long time. And the fact that Wagdai as a, a game often likes to experiment with 
different methods of creating the guilds, whether it's, um, you know, distributing tokens to a couple people, uh, consolidating power in singular places, random chances, etc. But like, yeah, you bring up a very good point about like this possibly being that. I will say too that uh, one thing I definitely want to, I guess, kind of apologize for, or, or, or you know, or we should is that. Um, you know, remember when you and I were first solving these things and talking about it, I think from the first space, we were kind of giving them shit for how much like the answers were just random words <laughs> that seemed to do nothing with Wagdai. And we're like, well, come on, if you're going to do riddles, like at least make it relevant to Wagdai, you know, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, wait, they're seed phrase words. <laughs> and it is real. It's, it could be more than relevant. I've definitely, I've had that idea as well, Josiah, that, um, possibly that that i guess we could find out we don't need to speculate on this right couldn't we go and see if this wallet is attached to any land or whatever like is that even like we don't need to speculate on that isn't there a way to see that or and like the subgraph right yeah because we could actually verify that yeah no that's true i i guess i do have to walk back a bit of my shit talking um yeah that is one of the other things too it's like the more that's gotten solved about this thing the more i've recognized like oh everything kind of had intentionality or whatever behind it like i for so long well i know you were like very adamantly trying to solve that first puzzle and like i was like but it's it's different from the other ones and now like it makes good sense why it's different than the other ones and you know it, it all of the things that are it's weird like going through um a puzzle solving process like there's tons of shit that just doesn't make sense to you and like it can be frustrating and and stuff but then you eventually slowly start to solve it and then things begin to click and it's kind of a cool experience but um you know i i say mostly secondhand uh i only got one of the puzzles myself uh, but it's been very cool watching everybody else um, get them right. <laughs> I, I love it as um as a as, as a mechanic for riddles, right? I was just thinking about the applications. They could have done this with the Zoark, right? If they put, I mean, they don't own Zo, I guess, but you know, if there was a, a analog for it where Zo was quote unquote in prison or in a certain place locked up, right? And that's a wallet, and then this becomes a quest for finding him, and you you get the different seed phrases. And then you do go and unlock it. I, th- I think it's an approach that maybe community members might use in the future, right? But I think it's very fun and original and inventive. It's cool. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, I mean, you got anything else? Merlin, did you try any of these puzzles or, or take a look into it? Or do you have any thoughts on, on the process altogether about how, how Chamber of Secrets has been the, the hit place to be this week? Now, one thing I would like to remind is that Arcane Council did drop a hint in the Forsaken Lands in the Discord that it has greater meaning than what we perceive. So, so far it hasn't really tied into any lore, but it could. Well, you mean that the Arcane Council said that Artifacts Magister was more, had more meaning? Yes, someone had asked a question um, regarding Artifacts Magister. And they responded, saying that it has more 
uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but it has more meaning than we perceive. Its significance is greater than what you expect. Exactly. That's kind of cool. Okay, I didn't. I didn't catch all of that. Um, wow. Well, okay. Well, there you go. Arcane Council and Artifacts Magister are um, pretty much the, the the hot topics of the hot goss of the week. Um, the rest of it is all being community stuff. Um, just a, a quick little mechanical thing. This week, uh, on actually two days from now, the seventeenth Thursday. Um, we are going to be hosting the first wiki jam uh, in the the Discord Tavern. Um, those of you who've listened to me complain endlessly about the unfinished stubs and disarray of the wiki in general, as I uh, desperately try to keep uh, above, head above water here, um, we are going to be having uh, an event. Um, you all can, you know, the wiki's always been publicly open, but this is going to be a gathered event. Great idea, Josiah, for thank you for, for, for kicking it up. Um, but we're going to gather in the tavern in the Discord, and um, we've got like a list of things that we kind of want to solve with the wiki. Um, you know, stub pages that need expanding, details about the 17 that need added. Um, you know, the story, the core story spine of the wiki is like mostly pretty solid. Um, there's There could be some touch-ups on formatting and stuff, but there's a lot of little details here and there that that collectively we can all solve together. Um, so those of you uh, who uh, have field notes, uh, feel free to come on by. We're going to be, the Conquest of Research is going to be giving out uh, Uber Eats gift cards to those of you who contribute. And um, those of you who are new, who don't have field notes, um, this will be a good opportunity to like, you know, possibly earn one. I, we've got a couple of them kicking around. Um, so uh, there's there's your your chance at them. Silence coming back. Um, yeah, do you, do you guys got any thoughts about it? Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the pages of the 17. I think putting stuff in like you know the nameless charter has a serpent that goes into battle with him. Like the crow has these supernatural arcane powers. That's all lore we we took from the battle of her church in those uh those death transcripts the two gave out. So it's little stuff like that that you know th those are details about characters and and you know that we want to make sure doesn't go unnoticed or unreported. So you know at, you know think about things that you're you want to contribute and that is on your mind and then make a note of it and then when that day comes you go and upload that. Many hands make light work and. Um, I think maybe, you know, a bit of a stereotype with men, but, you know, they, they tend to talk more easily when they're doing something together. Um, I say this even though we're on this space right now just talking. But I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a great opportunity. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. There's a lot of little sections in the wiki that I've wanted to, to have updated for a while. The affiliations page in particular, um, you know, we've got so many like concords revealed and and kind of unlocked now, but even even the concord of research doesn't have a good page there. You know, having guilds coming together <clears throat> to 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 make their pages and we, us making a good template for future guilds to do so, I think is going to be a big priority of mine. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of little things. Um, you know, additional de <clears throat> details about various tokens, etc. If you run out of field notes, I can like help. I can donate some uh, encampment medallions. 
Appreciate it, dude. Um, I guess let's uh, let's shake up the order of things just a little bit. Um... From the team that brought you the dirge of the Battle of the Burning Church comes a new visionary symphony, Saga of the Swamp Witch. Embark on a journey of melancholy melodics as you relive the life of a young adept witch who fell into malicious hands, granting her untold power and forever changing the forsaken lands. Follow her sojourn into the heart of Mount Turlo as she consumes Uria's heart in a bid to save her creation. Orchestrated by legendary composer John Hugo, with animated art by Violet Night Vale and produced by King Offling, Saga of the Swamp Witch, minting now at a manifold near you. King Offling, Saga of the Swamp Witch, minting now at a manifold near you. Let's go! Right. That was that right was on. Incredible, dude. You like that? Thank you, Josiah. Uh, thanks, John, for coming on up. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is finally here. Dirge of Wagdai Two: Saga of the Swamp Witch um, is now available. Minting uh, on Manifold. It's an O3 mint. We've got. Uh, it's it's going to be here until Saturday, um, and we've got some bonus. Uh, treatsies uh with it including um uh on monday next monday we are going to be holding a raffle everybody who holds uh, a, a dirge of wag die is going to be entered each one you hold is going to enter you uh in um saga of the swamp witch is worth three raffle tickets uh battle of the burning church is worth one um but we're gonna pull uh basically take a snapshot 10 30 monday night and uh run a raffle and uh the winner gets to decide the subject of the next Dirge of Wagdai. Um, whether that's a character that you love that's fallen, one of your own, um, whether that's a 17 that you are really interested in, um, whether that's your enemy that you kick the shit out of in the tournament and you want to make fun of them, like whatever you're, you, you want to be the subject character of the next story, um, that's the the prize for winning the raffle. So we're adding a little bit of utility to these things. Um, plus we keep, you know, keep, we're keeping in mind, um, you know, long down the road, if we, what happens when we get a whole playlist worth, um, we've got some ideas there, but um, yeah, that's kind of it right now. Um, there's, it's a, it's a four and a half minute production. Like it's long. Uh, there's custom artwork and animation, which um, if you win the raffle, you know, there will be full body artwork for your characters and all that stuff. Um but yeah, it's uh, it's out. It's available now. You can go to I think uh, bit.ly slash wagdirge two, and uh, and and grab yourself a a copy. But John, thank you for coming up. How are you doing? I'm good. I just like listening to you talk about it. And it's like it's a four and a half minute production, and it it really is. And I, like writing the music for this, I was like. I gotta, I gotta cut so much of this so short because when you walked me through everything that like Detriti went through, it was like, 
there's no way there's no way we can we can cover all of this it's it's actually a saga and it was so much and as you started talking about you know running the raffle and like what people would pick i actually can't tell if it would be more exciting for it to be like such a worthless character if there is one um where we kind of have to like do a bit more of a dance and it's like yeah so what what can we say about you know the person that had to clean up the tavern every night and what is their epic you know struggle like what what do they do like i I don't know do we have do we have like the hymn of the chamber pot like what do we what happens (laughs) there it's just uh uh, like it, it's all exciting, uh, but I mean, it's it's so nice having this done and out there because it it was it it was a process. Uh, like, I mean, I'm I'm all about doing you know the storytelling, and this was really like, how much storytelling do you have? Um, and I still feel like I like I cut things short. Like I was I was totally expecting and any given section for you to be like that's it like that is that's the entire war you like we're we're here for like 30 seconds and it was just it it was it was a damn production man yeah i think we worked on that thing for probably at least a month um the bit so for those who want to know a little bit about our process like um with this being you know the story of um, you know, one of the 17, we wanted to make sure that we got all of the the lore right, you know. So um, I, I wrote up, you know, basically my perceived outline from the wiki um, of all of the things that happened that we know of with the treaty, um, you know, uh, uh, DM'd it through Twitter to the to the two and kind of got like some corrections and like, uh, you know, what did what did the treaty look like as a human? Um, you know, and getting answers to those questions as part of that process was like really huge. Um, because you know, it's like, oh, we've got to do an animation. What did what did she what did she look like? And then um that's kind of been part of the the whole thing. So um, you know, it's it is still interpretive, um, based on you know, like little you know, we those of you who's who've ever gotten a DM from the two know it's like very sparse conversation. So um it is what it is. But at the same time, uh, you know, it it retook a lot of steps to make it as accurate as possible. And yet, as John said, we had to cut a ton of things like, you know, we didn't really get to cover, you know, going meeting the glutton and like learning alchemy and these kinds of things. Um, but that's the the story in, in summary, as much as we could make it. And what what I really liked about this story were those those moments of like, fragility where where we had some kind of reflection and i i know uh when i came back to it at the end you're like give me more um and i like i was trying to be so so sensitive about it i was like no we're like you know this is this is the denouement this is this is where she she fades away and like we we pay our respects in memory and um but but it was it was so great to like to write for those moments, you know, so that when you do have, you know, the massive battles or, you know, the, the personal struggles that they, they overcome, like that really 
that really pays off when you get to delve deeper into the humanity of these characters. And so that's, I think also what I'm hoping whoever wins this raffle, like pick someone that, you know, really went through some personal shit. Um, and, and we can, we can have a moment with that. Uh, like I, I really like, you know, working through that kind of information to get to, you know, the epic battle, the moment of triumph. It's just, uh, it's, it's really exciting to have these characters that have so much depth in their story arc to care about what's going on. And we, you know, we can bond with them and, and like be a part of their journey instead of, you know, maybe just being more of a spectator. Yeah. And if you don't have, you know, a ton of character story outlined, this is also a really good opportunity or a good way of like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll ask you the questions to flesh it out. Um, don't worry. But yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, stay on it too much because we've got this week, a ton of other community content as well. Um, uh, Josiah, did you want to walk us through King Arthur's story? Yeah, I, I did have a few questions for you and John. Hughes oh, yeah, sure. About. Um, you know, it, yeah, it can't be missed that the visuals in this one, the Saga of the Swamp Witch, was an exponential leap in terms of animation from the first one. How hard was that? You got full-bodied pixel wag dye. You know, you got that rabbit-frog hybrid, all, all the beautiful painted-esque, you know, backdrops. Uh, yeah, so so that that was me and Violet, uh, a community member uh, working in the, uh, um, you know, she's she's posted some stuff on uh, in 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 reverence to the treaty um, uh, before. So I thought, hey, what a better person to to ask to uh, contribute. But um, yeah, she made uh, the full body pixels and, um, you know, we worked together to kind of like figure out good compositional stuff. And then I did, I did all the video editing and like, you know, the dolly backgrounds and that kind of thing, um, you know, to, to line them up, but also learning a lot of like funky tri tricks, um, you know, to, to do with, you know, filters and particle effects and, um, you know, different, different uh, animation techniques. Like my favorite, honestly, in that whole scene is like her rising out of the swamp with the like, water rippling and stuff like i i really quite quite enjoy that effect um but yeah i don't know it's just like the more of these we do the better they're going to get yeah it's terrific and that just you know when you say it like that it's also um is is there a sense of like trepidation right because i i i understand this as lark right it's a it's another form of storytelling and the thing i found about that is you almost try to keep topping yourself like, how can I do this better? How can I make this more epic or immersive? And so even when you think about what you're trying to do next, isn't there, is there like some of that dread about, okay, this is, this is going to be tough and really time consuming? Well, I mean, sort of like this one definitely took longer to produce than, than the last one. I mean, one part because, you know, the, the battle of the burning church had a like pretty strong deadline. Um, but this time also it was like, you know, you're, it's like, oh man, I want, I want stuff shooting out of her hands, you know, to, to like symbolize magic. And now it's like, oh, okay, I got to learn how to do particle effects, um, in, in, in digital composition. Um, 
the more of those, like, you're always going to run into some of those hurdles, but eventually, you know, even it's not a, it's not one upsmanship for the sake of it. It's more just like, you know, this is what's needed to tell the story. And so you learn the skill that's necessary for it. And then once you have learned all those skills, then you can just, you know, do the thing, right? Like John doesn't have that problem. Like John's very experienced. Like you must, you, you I mean, like, you you've spent a long time learning and, and the the rules of composition and, and building music to the point where when I say like oh you know this section should be you know have have more of this or that or whatever um you know you can come back really quickly with those things I mean I'm still at the process of like learning all of the the hurdles but once you learn enough it's not it's more of a a, a tool toolbox you can dig into. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I also highlighting the team effort. I think, you know, some some parts, aspects of it, technical aspects are compartmentalized. So everyone's adept at what they're doing. It all comes together quite seamlessly. Great job, guys. I love it. Thanks, yeah, thanks so much. I like, I mean, no, knowing orchestration aside, this this is still also like a, a growing experience for me where it's like we have so much story to cover and you know i'm i'm trying to walk through that where also compositionally it doesn't sound like like it shouldn't be like a pop song you know where you're like sad moment battle moment sad moment like you you want growth and development and you want to weave you know some themes and like some characters uh in orchestration like i i know you know, um, when when the trumpets come in, like what what's going on? Like always and forever moving forward in this story, um, but it's it's still uh, definitely a, a building process. And it was it's yeah so great to to work and like bounce off each other with that kind of stuff. And yeah, I like hundred percent agree the the stepping up on on the animation and like what was done to like further illustrate this whole story to, you know, the best of our abilities was, was so awesome. And I'm, it's exciting to just see like, Oh man. Okay. So what are we going to do in chapter three? Yeah. Right on. Um, so just a, qu- a quick, quick recap. Like if you guys are interested in it, it's uh, it's bit.ly slash wag dirge. That's W A G D I R G E dash zero zero two. The link is also in the announcement section of the Discord, or you can um, check check our pinned tweets. Um, oh, oh, I forgot to mention, and a third of all revenue, uh, it goes back to the Conclave to fund um, more projects for the community. Um, so you guys can all make cool shit. Um, but yeah, let's let's get on to the rest of the community. Uh, enough enough about our thing, John. Oh, you're... One th- oh yeah. Thing real quick, I wanted to point out. First of all, I just minted three. John, you're amazing. Like. I meant anything the community does, like I meant it before I like I minted it before I even listened to it the first time, right? And then I actually listened to it and I was like, holy shit, this is actually really fucking good. Like I was like, oh, I want a minute to support these guys, but it's really, really good. Um and uh yeah, like amazing, man. You're you're an amazing compose like it's it's like next level. And I know this isn't necessarily of equivalence, you know, but this is a historic moment. Because we have all three musical talents from the project on state. Oh, he fucking left. Did he leave? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're telegraphing. Who, wait, who, who just dipped? Merlin. He, he, uh, oh, my goodness. 
How did he know I was going to say that? Uh, he did the vocals in the primordial, primordial lands. So it was a, it was a moment. Well, dude, I, I appreciate you minting, dude. That's uh, that's huge. You're, you've been a huge supporter, and I appreciate you. Um, but did you hear the fucking trumpet? Yeah, if I win, like the next the next composition, uh, I'm gonna request that it's like only trumpets, in case Burning couldn't hear them the first time. <laughs> and if if you win, do you do you, do you slash do we want a verse? Do we do we want you to drop some some wag die bars? Let me see if uh, Merlin wants to collaborate. Can somebody ping him and ask him to come back? I mean, silence, dude. You've got 15 entries in the raffle, so uh, I mean, odds are. Do I? Yeah, dude. The three you just picked up are worth three apiece, so that's nine there, and you have six of the firsters, so that's 15 total. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate you, dude. I appreciate everybody. Thank you guys who are minting. Um, it really means a lot to, 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 to keep doing these things. And, uh, I want to, we want to keep making more of them. So appreciate you guys. Um, other community stuff, uh, uh Jose, you were going to tell us about King Arthur. Yeah, let's hop into it. So as the, as you know, the main storyline kind of lows, the community definitely steps up with their content. Uh, King Arthur is, is a thread that he's been working on for a long time. It's longstanding. So most recently he's been chronicling the, journey of one of his wag die you know, i i posted it up top pinned it up top his name is Dor, Dor, dorian dorian and uh he's still in the borough and he's come across one of the uh one of the trait books for the wag die world this one is for the nameless charter and uh while he's doing it he comes across a beast and he fights it very cool i think literally only person who's larped in the borough individual community member fighting like a monster down here so you know his visuals are really neat and um i did want to have him come up and speak but he did have to leave a while ago so definitely check that out and follow him he's one of the most consistent larpers that we have in the community that's awesome yeah sorry about the time uh things ran long um uh csab dropped uh, a video it's less like storyline here i'm going doing this and more do I want to say kind of like esoteric culty uh, imagery with music and then a, a chant of like nothing wasted its reincarnation over and over again, which is giving me a lot of voidy type vibes, but um, kind of inverse, which is really cool. So uh, I will be I will be definitely interested in that. Um, Do we lose Wolf? Is Wolf still here? No. I, yeah, I'm still here. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, Crypto Chenko uh, is carrying on the Swindler saga with a great little video of um, the the Swindler character has been in the uh, tavern drinking, having a good time with his homies until he steps out and gets attacked uh, by a crow, and then uh, his his Dark Blade character shows up to. Uh, deal with him. I don't know if he's abducted, if he's killed. Um, I think we have to wait for more uh, revelations on that. But it's not. It's so good to see the community is really like. That's like what five or six people now who have started producing uh, uh, video content of that sort. 
Yeah, and this one stands out to me because it's very cinematic. It almost it, it's like um, what's that word when they have the preliminary draft and they put it up there and it's just a panel of pictures, storyboarding. Like storyboarding. Yeah, for this for some reason this one exuded the nature of that the most to me. Like you know the he it's told from many different perspectives. There's a part where the camera looks down upon the full-bodied wag guy who's lying unconscious on the floor. The character opens his eyes and it's blinking. So it, it was it just stood out to me for those uh, those technical points of storytelling. That's a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of like technical points of storytelling, uh, Asala the Firekeeper. Um, holy shit! Uh, for those of you who have not seen this video, it's like um, this. Uh, there's first there's a bunch of like biblical art, uh, biblically inspired art, kinda of like uh you know virgin mary-esque kind of imagery standing on serpent necks and stuff uh and then there's this like fully 3d rendered video from blender that's like got all kinds of cool graphics in it like we're getting these it's there's this like caravan kind of heading around and then it gets uh intercepted by this serpent and uh, uh, she beheads it, and then there's like a f- flash of crazy imagery, including some very uh, interesting Easter eggs, uh, and uh, and we get a, a, a image of a solid firekeeper has been like you know uh, worm slaying through the forsaken lands. Um, was it a D D two thing? The 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 worm the the difference between a serpent and a worm is one that one has been lost its teeth. Um, so that is really cool. The production value is something we have not seen elsewhere in the in the community yet. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to to more of that. You guys got any feedback on it? You, you know, I invited him up to speak, but he's preoccupied. He was saying how the the idea for this character came because he felt Agora has fallen too far from grace. She's no longer respected, much less worshipped, especially after the war. And uh, at the end of the day, this new character he's introducing is th- their goal is to change that and to win back influence over the serpent. So I think, you know, most recently there have only been two Agora stands or maybe even one. It was her silence, obviously. But now the twins are stepping up to plate. So I, we're, we're just seeing the beginning of this character's arc and really loving the Agora love. Yeah, it's good when we get that nice that return to balance, as the uh, the, the um, arcane council would would call it. Um, her silence, who oh just stepped down, um, has been dropping some like dope poetry. I want to call it. Is that what would you call it, poetry, guys? He was very proud of the one today. Yeah, he he did call it a poem. So I totally justified because it, it's it's solid. It's good work. Um, got retweeted by the main account. So. Uh, like to see more of that it's a really cool way you know like a lot of us spend d- 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 a lot of time writing our bios and uh you know never thought once to uh to to make it a place for pros um and josiah you dropped your own i'll let you describe your own uh video uh c- continuing glimmer's uh escape from the burrow sure so um yeah my character is one of the other ones that's still quote-unquote in the burrow and uh he's making his escape so put together a five minute video, which actually was originally two separate ones. But, you know, I was like t- two minutes and 20 seconds is what Twitter allows you as a baseline. 
And so, you know, actually the day before Elon Musk's new verification system came out, the night before, it must have been 9 p.m., so three hours before, literally, I bought the verification for $5 because I was like, I want to post a five-minute large video, combine these two. And then so I, I did that and I was able to post it on. So it, it's telling like my my escape from the boroughs and, you know, I incorporate many aspects of, of the abyss. Like I have the Wormkin shaft and, you know, different exits that my characters are talking about. So it was definitely really fun to make. Um, integrated a lot of musical ambience, maybe is the word. And it was very satisfying. And I th- the response from the community was really encouraging as well. So it's uploaded on my YouTube already. Um, a YouTube, which is actually open to community edition. So actually, I already have two of uh, King Offling's videos. So if you make a video about LARP and you want to compile it, I'll host it on the YouTube. We've already got a lot of videos there. I think it could blossom into something bigger. So uh, let me know. And uh, all my all my videos are there. So Yeah, that's, that's a really awesome... Uh invitation um especially because definitely for people pe- i highly recommend go check out josiah's youtube like the way he's you know I, I feel like he studied or at least pays attention to the way that people do youtubes because he has the thumbnails and everything else about it like it's it's set up for success so um and i imagine he would you know he, the way he is about things he would definitely keep things nice and organized so if you you know, maybe Merlin could, uh, you know, donate all of his videos uh, so we could have his whole saga and Julian as well. Um, you know, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. By the way, I, I got distracted because I yeeted my only artificial crystal to the Magister to try and get some fucking hints. That's my trick. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I'm like, I, I just got really frustrated because I went through the whole, every single seven letter word in that position and, and it wasn't, none of them worked. So hoping to get something else and um, yeah, and, and, and so, far liked, <laughs> so far I've only seen him like what I already knew. So uh, hopefully he likes somebody else's stuff. How many words is that? We still, we're still only at, we're at 11 words, like, and it's, and the frustrating thing is, is that let's say we do get 12, if we get 12, I can at least eliminate and confirm whether or not um, it's like in the correct order, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look like they, they didn't like anything from (laughs) the one that I, the one that I'm really frustrated with, the one that we're missing. I'm like looking through everybody's responses right now. They didn't like anybody's. No, but you ch- you said you tried every seven letter word. Oh, how many words is that? Um, is there's a command that I could do right with? Uh, I tried every seven letter word. Yeah, is there? There's a command I could do in Google Sheets to like bring that to answer that for you. Oh wow, dude, that's crazy. Um. Interesting. Well, we'll see. Uh, let me know if you get any responses. Yeah, the only thing that they liked was, and I, I should not even, I should not have put that there, but I, I just put down the, you know, two with four letters, five with five letters, two with six. They confirmed that's correct. So, but like that's, 
that's something we already knew. <laughs> well, someone's going to figure it out sooner or later, and we're all going to be uh, slapping our foreheads probably. Um, let's wrap this up. We, we're, we're, I don't know how much time we lost in the not record, but um, uh, Conclave stuff. Uh, Wolf, do you want to walk us through the, the new representatives and, um, and, and recapping uh, of term three? Definitely. Yeah, let me pull up that uh, recap. Uh, Jesus, I have so many different browsers open. I got to pull up the right one because otherwise it will uh, <laughs> not let me into it. But um, so ISK is our first, uh, was our only new member. Um, her silence was a returning member, but he, you know, he took a term off. Um, and then uh, Julian or Cold Occurrences, this was his second term. Um, and you know, Prince Ham is, is up there. I don't know if he's on, uh, like, I think maybe one or two behind, um, both Brennan and I who've served every term. Um, we, we had eight nominations and so six were elected. Um, definitely feel like our nominations are getting lower and lower. So hopefully, you know, we get some more interest. It was kind of making me wonder or think if like, you know, the system that we have built, it was, <laughs> is, uh, you know, could, uh, maybe it was like built more for a larger scale and maybe we need to revise or think about a different alternatives or something. But, um, anyway, so let's get into our recapping, uh, achievements. Um, so for this term, which was, uh, the third term between October 3rd and November 12th, it was a uh, tenacity myself, Brennan, um, a Colt lost cowboy, Prince Hamdo, and we actually had two out of a uh, two uh, Wagdai idea proposals um, that became final and passed, which was the the game jam right before the the, the final term, and and the Wagdai weekly podcast one as well. Um, other achievements, we uh, <clears throat> created a funded proposals forum in the Discord, uh, tracking everything, kind of keeping up to date, and that's I think that's really awesome. Um, and from that, you know, we've been communicating a lot more with OXG and I, I think we're I feel like we're, we're got to be days away now really close to hopefully having like a, a, a version that we can all play with in Faris's game a little preview sneak preview on that is I you know I think people will be able to duel through it and it's you know on-chain off-chain so it's not going to cost gas transactions kind of thing um, using on-chain assets off-chain so um, that's kind of cool and but obviously I wonder if there's, yeah, obviously there'll probably be some, maybe there's a, there is a gas system for the, you know, if you lose or if you want to set it up that way, or maybe it's an honor. Anyways, he did say that, let's say two people are dueling, other people could spectate. So like, we'll have to see how that works out, but it could become a useful tool for LARPs and um, other things. Um, a lot of it, we just, you know, we organize the way that the discord updates were keeping track of each term meeting number, blah, blah, blah. Um, cleaned up the conclave and arch archived a lot of stuff, but it's still publicly viewable. Just, you know, that, that was pretty much our, I think our main last term was really just kind of cleaning up and or reorganizing and restructuring things. Um, other than that, outside of the conclave, you know, Prince Hamdo uh, made updates to Wagda world is enabled location staking and batch staking. Um, community member identity unknown or boris you know as we talked about multiple times created that awesome on-chain dungeon you know the borough two different runs several burned um using the devs location staking and on-chain mechanics 
temporary metadata changes to the entire collection during the void event. Um, I'm sure everybody loved and then hated that and loved it again. Um, and, you know, maybe that's, again, foreshadowing what could be coming with Searing. Who knows? Wagdai meta updates for each character to show name, bio. You know, we, we dove into that as well as <clears throat> alignment, class, you know, and origin. Those awesome things included the Wagdai Players Handbook um, and the, the weekly podcast, which, by the way, gave a shout out to the recap podcast and the production value that's been <clears throat> increased and updated. Thank you to uh, Gina, Pandera, and King. And then uh, as well as Josiah's YouTube channel, link that in there so people can go find that easily, which, you know, we talked about that earlier, as well as gave a shout out to, you know, the Julian Chen arc, which um, was an incredible journey. And, you know, even King Offlane and I've, man, I forgot to include Merlin in there as well. Merlin also had a role to play in that. Um, and then uh, the also gave a shout out to Chimera, Brennan64, and everybody else that was behind the Euler Resurrection LARP. Um, and then lastly talked about the Wagdai Artist Guild and how they sold out their collection pretty quickly and, you know, was kind of delivered, delivered some money to our treasury, which by the way, King also is, you know, with his dirge is generous and, um, sending money to the treasury as well, a, a percentage of that. So that's pretty awesome. And another reason to go purchase the dirge. <laughs> um, and then lastly, I included a link to the Spotify for the Wagdai Weekly. Wolf, do you write down? Do you write out the entire recap post? I was I was just reading it, yeah. Did, but did you write it? Uh, yeah, from memory. So if there's anything yeah. that I'm missing, let me know. <laughs> Mad respects, because that that yeah, that's a beast of a list. Like I, I look at that and I'm intimidated. So thank you for doing that. That's wild. Yeah, if I was smarter or more organized, um, I would probably like. I guess maybe I could go through our Wagdai weekly updates and like, I just, I did it all from off the top of my head and from memory. And so if I forgot anybody and didn't shout anybody out or there was anything that was done, let me know. I'll gladly add it for last term. But yeah, I just, anyways. Dude. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Um, right on. Uh, Josiah, you want to talk a bit about the, uh, Oh, I mean, there, there was a notion in the Discord about possibly, um, you know, as we as we were discussing, uh, re, re restructuring how the conclave represent, representative votes go. Um, a couple of people have <laughs> brought up the idea of challenges by trial by combat. Um, half of it's a joke, but half of me is kind of into that. Uh, do you guys have any quick thoughts on whether or not you think that's viable? I think it's viable. The 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 uh, the gist of it is okay if. We have an election, and then there are six winners, okay? And there, there are obviously people on the ballot who didn't get selected. Those individuals have the chance to challenge someone who has won consecutively, meaning that this, this new election would be their, their second term in a row. They can challenge one person, and if they win, then they take their seat on the conclave along with an honorary token of conclave. If they lose, the... Um, the the challenged gets to take their wag die and then obviously gets to keep their seat on the conclave. And all this is just fun. It just came out of the blue, you know, council of six, I think came up with the, just threw it out there. The idea that we should fight for this. And I was saying it's hilarious because, you know, it came from a real place. People were looking and like bus and Pandira didn't make it in this, this time around. Right. So we were like, okay, you know, what can we do differently? If anything, and 
eventually turned into this idea. And I was like, that is so wag die, right? That we take potential disagreements and dialogue and then we reappropriate it into LARP as a way for us to have fun. And so it just feels very appropriate. We'll shoot it to the conclave and see what comes of it. Interesting. I'm for it. I, I, I've never wanted to be part of uh, the conclave vote. I've turned down every nomination that somebody's offered me, and uh, uh, this would this was exciting enough to get me in there. <laughs> I, I want to fight people. Um, cool. Uh, and then uh, Josiah, we also uh, there's a there's a conversation in the conclave right now about possibly making Wagdai Artist Guild tokens have voting rights uh, on the snapshot uh, or. Uh, yeah, the snapshots. So, um, I mean, there's there's three options right now. One and two would be some method of distributing a new token of Concord for it. And then the third community suggested option is just to make the tokens themselves, the art pieces themselves, have voting rights. Um, we still need, I guess, to hear from the keepers whether or not that uh, either options are possible. Um, but... Uh, yeah, do you have any quick thoughts on on it since you're pretty white guy artist guild? It's yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good reason for me to be actually as least involved as possible. But it's really tricky, guys. We really need your input. I, I don't really know what's the best way to go about it. I think you know, it came from a place of the artist wanting to give just a little more, you know, practical value to, you know, collectors and, and all that in the world of Wagdai, you know, something more utility but um so definitely yeah we're, we're looking for all opinions you know last lost cowboy i see you're down there too so um i, I was i was gonna say like we were yeah we we're, we we're gonna reach out to you and see how you were feeling if like you know if you were still obviously i think we're still waiting on the keepers as well like we talked about to give but we could also just you know if we feel it's ready we could just put it to a vote <laughs> um without you know regardless and then i guess then it'll be in front of the keepers and they can decide whether or not how they feel if the community likes it but some some idea that we had yesterday when we were talking is so there's the, i think the two most popular ones is one making it um you know per the token without adding a token to conclave um but you know i think maybe possibly you know this would be here's the thing this would be more of a lift on the keeper side is that they would have to make it uh, basically so no matter how many you have, if you have those multiple additions, you still only get one vote. And then the alternative way to make it really easy is, um, and it just put and it puts the work back on you guys, is if you guys create a token that you give people and and that's worth the vote, um, but it's not a token of a you know Concord. Like I think that's I think that's. You know, I don't think people mind if you create something so you guys could distribute those out to the people, like airdrop them. So you make sure it's one per wallet. You do the bulk of the work so the keepers don't have to worry about that. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, like that way. Uh, there, the other, the other thing about that too is if you did, if you created some additional piece like that, in theory, maybe over time, that does allow people to kind of have something that they could trade away to maybe get some secondary movement you know, without having to trade away their art piece if they wanted to like sell a vote kind of thing. But I don't know, just just some just some other thoughts to throw out there, but we could keep it really simple too <laughs> and just make it based on the art um, piece. But regardless, I, I think everybody is a fan of 
and, and, and agrees that it, you know, there should be some way that you could have that utility and, and our, like one vote, I, you know, I, I feel like nobody's going to be upset about that. And more than likely too, these are art pieces. Like um, most, most likely there, there won't be much movement because usually, you know, when people buy art, they're, they're buying it to keep it and enjoy it. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're willing to put in the work, you know, as Rolina Rama already expressed that, yeah, he's, he's able to make a, um, you know, a, quote-unquote token of of concord for us but yeah keep shooting us the best ideas when season two great question we're looking at mid-december we're trying to get the airdrop out first that's been in development for a bit longer than we've anticipated unfortunately but i'm trying to do things sequentially and um arena i think that's her name Arena BB. Yeah. Yep. She's going to have a presence in uh, the second drop as well. So something to look forward to. Oh, dude, that's so cool. Um, right on. Hey, we're, we're pretty long on time. So I'm going to try and quickly to run things. Uh, speaking of Wagged Artist Guild members, Lost Cowboy, but I just want to give a shout out to your uh, High Council character art drops. It's inspired by Wagged Eye that you've been posting on Twitter. Those have been really cool. Uh, collection Win. Um, also, another uh, Get White Artist Guild member, a big shout out to Roland Arama, who made a hilarious uh, uh, pixel art rendition in Wagdai style of Gabe Layden, who is the uh, CEO um, or I guess project lead of DigiDigaku, which for those of you who don't know, is a pretty beefy, uh, I think there's like up over two ETH something right now project. Um, and he gave a big uh, welcoming tweet to the Wagdai community. Um, they've got a collab with Etherworks right now, uh, and uh, that uh, uh, drew, drew, drew a fair amount of attention to the project. Um, uh, uh, these Wagdai LARP listings, Josiah, what, what you got there? Yeah, it's uh, posted in the, uh, well, it was posted in the LARP. Basically, I'm putting out opportunities for anyone who wants to try LARPing. You know, I'm trying to get some Wagdai characters in my narrative. And if I'm taking them anyway, I was like, let me try to incorporate as many people as possible. So if you're interested in, I don't know, reading a script, it, it's dependent. But this particular one is looking for a Her Silence-esque character. Not Her Silence the person, Her Silence the mask trait. So if your wag die has Mother Gora leanings and you're interested in doing that, please hit me up. I'd like to get as many people onboarded into this LARPing process as possible. I think it could be really fun. Right on. Uh, and I just want to give a quick uh, welcome to the newcomers in the Discord. We've got CCO Ethan, CFZiz365, uh, and Rusted. Uh, welcome to the community. I hope you're having fun in the Discord with all the other Wagdai homies. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's about it for the show. Do we got anything left, fellas? Have a good night. Goodbye, traveler. May your journey bode you well.
Tokens of Conclave are canon. They're canon, I'm telling you. No, you purposely change your profile picture before you joined this space to antagonize me. No, it's been this way since I was given it. No, you met you you messaged me this morning. Your your profile oh, picture was different. No, that that was actually my other account. <laughs> Why are you harassing? Me? It's been this one. It's a, it's a it's a dedication. It's commitment. It's a it's a tribute. And the sword isn't even right. The hilt is too small. The shoulders are absolutely in scale, and this no, is canon. This both is the canon. shoulders and the hilt. Anyways, proceed, gentlemen. Definitely, definitely the, the right degree of masculinity and femininity here can confirm is accurate. Technically, this PFP is more accurate than your PFP. Well, there is that. 